Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. March 22nd, 2021, and he's back. The man behind the mask, Bray Wyatt tonight, <laughs> continues back. his return. Charred to a crisp. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Issa, NYC Demon Diva. Note the new Twitter handle with the one instead of the I. And, uh... Damn you, DMX. Yes. You know, I cannot believe that. <laughs> wait, so I got the story about this, and of course, uh, Raj Giri. Uh, so wait, what What happened? It was a copyright strike by DMX record label over a video clip I tweeted months ago with one of his songs. He's going to make me lose my mind up in here. (laughs) If if there's a copyright strike, he gave it it to you. X is going to give it to you. Uh, Oh, man. Um, Well, that's unfortunate. I think about that all the time. I always want to post like stupid stuff on Twitter. And I think about that ahead of time where I'm just like, no, in a worst case scenario, this could happen. And then I have to deal with this. And then what about this? Yeah, there was a, I wanted to post, uh, there was something I was going to post that you're the best around the Karate Kid song. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you know, they're too, they're too strict. Blinding lights. We got a couple of strikes on that last year. Um, <laughs> Well, I researched, and it says you're supposed to get six before they fully take down your account. So what were the other five? So I'm appealing it. No, no, no. They're all the same, right? No, there's another one for something else. But these are, like, from months ago, and they're just now coming to, like, for people. So, and it's like, if you see the email they sent me, it's like a massive band. Like, it was, like, hundreds of people that used the same song. So they must have some new software, and they're just trying to get everybody now. (laughs) I'll have to look. I'll have to clean up my Twitter. For uh, <laughs> random music clips. Uh, uh, real quick, uh, yeah. I did want to bring oh, this yeah, up. Michael yeah. Mulker uh, saying, uh, "God bless the community of Colorado." It, all my thoughts to everyone in Boulder. Um, I don't know why this seems to happen a lot in our state, and uh, just senseless violence. You had people going in with their parents to help get them vaccinated at this grocery store, and. And just this big shooting. I used to live, that used to be the grocery store that I went to when I lived in oh, Boulder. Wow. And, That's um, crazy. It was just insane. So just keep hoping it would stop. Obviously, it's not. I hope something, it feels hopeless. But um, my thoughts to everyone in, in, uh, affected by this. So, so terrible. So, I mean, I just, I feel like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> world we live in. Um Man, it feels really weird to jump in segue and just talking about wrestling right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Charlotte Flair is COVID. We found Charlotte that Flair out tonight. 
And that's not us, by the way. If somebody didn't watch Raw and you're like, can't believe Wrestling Inc. is talking about Charlotte's COVID status and yada yada. Who uncovered this? What Freedom of Information Act uncovered this <laughs> private detail? What HIPAA law has been violated? It was part of the story tonight on the show. Yeah. Yeah. No, she she legitimately does. Um, I think a lot of times, just in general now, if someone's missing, um, that's usually on TV. And, you know, obviously, WWE pulls people off all the time and stops using them. Um, ricochet comes to mind. There's a lot of guys, but in general, if it's someone in a higher profile position, a lot of times it's either COVID or it's a concussion. And so if they're really quiet about it, if you're not hearing why it is, chances are it's probably one of those two. It's not every time. Um, but that is what it is. Charlotte came out, admitted it. So this is the second time they've admitted on television, someone that, you know, a talented con, you know, a performer having it, uh, with the other being drew. So they yeah. tend to admit when it's the, the big time stars, you know, the, the people that you're expecting to be there every week is when they really come out and just straight out say it. With Charlotte, I also feel like there was so much speculation because of the Andrade situation. I'm just glad that she came out and said, hey, I'm not on TV because I have COVID and it's not what everybody's, what the internet is making it out to be. Yeah, absolutely. I think there was a lot of really crazy stuff starting to fly this afternoon. So I think yeah. she felt like she needed to, you know, put a lid on it. Yeah. It is nuts. Um, so we'll talk about everything that happened tonight on Monday Night Raw. Real quick about Charlotte having COVID. Um, yeah. Obviously, she wasn't on Raw last week. So, you know, usually it's like two weeks. That's what it was for Drew. And Andrade kind of was saying she should be cleared in four days. There was a report on PW Insider about Charlotte possibly being on SmackDown. So if she's cleared, she's able to do that. Um, I don't know. It, it, it seems like it might Smackdown make sense for what? Maybe Bailey. <laughs> okay, then then that's fine. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, that's all. I the story makes no sense, but if it's for that, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> that's that's all I could guess. That's a complete guess. I'm not reporting it, so no one jump on that. But right, right, just, speculating. Yeah, I mean, Bailey totally deserves a big WrestleMania match, and Charlotte would be that person. So uh, obviously, they could make. Rhea Ripley and Asuka triple threat. Um, they're taping next week. They're taping both episodes of Raw, the final two episodes of Raw before WrestleMania. So they're taping it. Monday is going to be live. Tuesday they're taping the next week's Raw. So uh, next week we'll have all the shows before WrestleMania done. Well, it should be worth noting. Although it is a virtual meet and greet, but she is advertised for those virtual meet and greets that they're doing for WrestleMania. She has a couple of those that people can buy into. So, but you can do that from anywhere, of course. Right. But it's it's just to point it out. Yeah, uh, a couple of people asked about Matt Morgan. He is uh, off of vacation this Wednesday and back back to his regular wow. schedule this Wednesday. It's been so weird not to talk to Matt. I was texting him the other day. I was like, it's so weird just not to talk to Matt Morgan. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is almost the longest. I think there was one other time he was in Hawaii or something that was a couple weeks. Yeah. So, Raw tonight. Oh, Raw. Bobby Lashley versus Sheamus started the show. Bobby Lashley winning the Hurt Business. Coming out there. Uh, MVP upset. Making it look like Bobby couldn't beat Sheamus alone. And uh, the setup match for later in the evening. But, uh, Raj, remember the rumors? Oh, Sheamus is going to get a big push when he goes to Raw. Big things are in store for Sheamus. They really believe in him. I mean, he kind of, I mean, he's being used every week. You know, for a while he was just in the tag team. Sometimes he wasn't on the show at all. So he's being used against top guys. Um, he became a lot of people's hero when he <laughs> when he hit 
Riddle later in the show. That's true. So, uh, and it looks like, I mean, it looks to me like they're doing Sheamus and Riddle at WrestleMania. So he's got a singles match at a WrestleMania. Hopefully he wins the title there. Um, so, you know, I mean, I wish they gave a reason why they were having this match as opposed to, hey, they're just wrestling again for no reason. But, um, I mean, that's raw. They repeat a lot of stuff week after week with no rhyme yeah, or reason. They- they literally closed last Monday with this match and opened this Monday right. with this match. So it yeah. was, I, at the same time, I think that it makes Sheamus look so tough because we watched him last night go through hell and for him to come out with all the bruises and put on another good match. Um, oh. At the same time, I feel like Sheamus and Drew McIntyre has an extremely toxic relationship because why did Drew come out <laughs> to save him? Like, I'm sorry, they need to go to ter- couples therapy or something there. I didn't <laughs> like that at all. I didn't like Drew coming out to save him, and I didn't like the face-off between Drew and Bobby Lashley with that whole, hit me, and oh, I'm not going to hit you. Like, he, the match is over. He's not going to get disqualified. Let him kick his ass. He's asking for it. And, and MVP stopped it. Like, I didn't like any of that. Yeah. Codependence, man. Codependence. <laughs> uh, Jackson Callens, my man. Uh, 999. Here's the deal. Mania should be let's go outside reigns and one or two matches. It's just another random pay per view, and all is predictable. They need to do something huge, and I don't know what that can be. Raj, what do they have? Have you heard any rumblings about big surprises? No, I mean, what you're seeing is kind of what's been predicted for the last couple months. The one surprise is that Bad Bunny right now it's a singles match, yeah, uh, as opposed to a tag team. But outside of that, it's pretty much what you'd expect uh, you know Rhea Ripley obviously the original plan was Charlotte but um yeah no no nothing I'm sure they might uh pull someone in to make an appearance at Mania uh, I mean but I don't know who I mean John Cena legitimately is filming that that HBO series um I mean The Rock NBC Universal Peacock do the math, man. Like he doesn't have to wrestle, but you don't think he's going to show up and welcome everybody? And to and get, I think I, given his political no, ambitions, which are not kayfabe, right, no. But I go. think The Rock could <laughs> talk about getting vaccinated in the country in tough times. The Rock can can unite us as a wrestling community and he, and the world. He could. I don't. I just. I mean, it's Florida, Listen, but let me. Let me let me let me intercept here. As the Bad Bunny expert that I am, I say Bad Bunny brings out all of the wrestlers that he's had in his music videos. That includes Stone Cold. That could be an amazing surprise. Booker T could help Bad Bunny. He had Ric Flair, so maybe Bad Bunny in a single match is going to be what brings us the pop of the night. <laughs> Just saying, he has Stone Cold in a music video. It will be nice. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. Um, yeah. Nate Erickson, 499, got a crash. So Raj, all three hosts last night, like Alexa playing Christine with all that magic. I think he means Carrie. Is there a Christine reference I'm not getting? Christine was the car, right? Uh, said it straight, and I'm not the only one who thought it was hokey. Oh, I, you know me. I, I thought it was god awful. <laughs> the new makeup, the new, the burnt Bray look, he looks like the Toxic Avenger and not like the later cleaned up version. He looks like the low budget trauma films. Right, like the 70s. Like, yeah. yeah, we just got a bunch of stuff in a dumpster and glued it on this guy. We thought it would look kind of cool. Like, this is not a good look. And the Fiend makeup before was excellent by comparison. Or the, the mask, rather. Yeah, he, he just looks dirty. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he was in hell for like three months. What, you expecting to come back all showered up? <laughs> I mean, if they're letting him back, you would think they'd clean him up. <laughs> well, I mean, I see your point, but I'm just saying we don't know where he was. He might have been under the ring. Yeah, that tropical feel for three months. That's yeah, not showering. That's what I, 
if you are in Tropicana Field for three months, that's exactly what I expect you to look like. <laughs> I think it'd be something more like, remember uh, Nick Nolte's mugshot? Like, uh, like I expect something more like that. Just like really out of it, tired, <laughs> like he's been on, you know, a couple hard days, hard weeks. Yeah. Um, like the magic in wrestling, it's just to me like if, if in Cobra Kai, all of a sudden one of the students can start spitting fire or, you know, breathing fire. It's just in our wrestling world, it's still based in reality. And so having one guy all of a sudden with magic powers, it just throws me off. It's not my cup of tea. I don't like it. I think it sucks. And I think the stuff they're doing with The Fiend is the worst. <clears throat> Tonight was bad. I've gen- generally been a fan of this angle, but this look on Bray is just so silly. I would be so embarrassed for somebody to catch me watching this. Yeah. Um, the funny thing is that that happened right, right after what? Drew McIntyre and Sheamus last night? Who like legitimately kicked each other's asses in a really yeah. good match? <laughs> but, <laughs> I was being, like, wait, yeah. what? <laughs> but that being said, Alexa looks amazing in her gimmick. Head and shoulders ab- above. She looks cool, but again, her changing clothes in the middle of a match and all that, it's just... Way too hokey. See, I have more issues with her than I do with The Fiend, only because of the, her lack of keeping kayfabe on social media. I can't oh. even find her cool when five minutes later there's a picture of her and her fiance outside of a hotel like, I, like, I can't get behind it. <laughs> I actually think that's hurting it because I think as a character she's killing it. But if you're following all social media, it just you can't believe it anymore. It's not like back in the day where you could get away with this. Commit to the yeah. gimmick. Mm-hmm. It's Z, $5, Roman and Lashley should both have lengthy title runs, but who, whose, reign ends for, oh, whose reign ends first? And who would hate to see Bobby drop the title at Mania already? Well, I mean, they have an out now with Roman because uh, that's one of the things we're going to talk about. They're changing the WrestleMania uh, oh. Universal title match. So uh, it's now going to be Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns versus Edge in a triple threat. And so now you could have... Edge pinning Daniel Bryan or Daniel Bryan pinning Edge and getting the title off of Roman without him losing. I hope they don't. I'd like to see Roman hold on to it and then finally lose it to someone where it means something, a young up-and-comers or, you know, someone like a Big E where it, it, it really boosts their career. Whereas if he loses to Edge, I just think it just it just blunts it for the person who eventually beats him again. So I hope, I hope Roman retains. I'd like to see Lashley retain too. I think he's on fire. Yeah. And um, I'd, I'd like to – I know this was designed for Drew to beat him at WrestleMania, but I think they should call an audible and have Bobby hold on to it. Yeah. Agreed. We, sh- we shall see. So, Jody Sean Jenkins, Canadian $5. Raw After Mania always presents new faces and surprises. Any speculation on who we might see on that Monday after WrestleMania? I thought they were saving Rhea Ripley for that, but I'm glad they didn't. Um, I don't know. I guess it will depend on on who loses at TakeOver, right? With the title matches, I would assume. You know, because Karrion Cross, I can see them bringing him up just because of his looks. I I really can't think of anybody that we'll see right now. Yeah, Karrion Cross seems a little green. Adam Cole, they've had opportunities to bring him up for a long time now. They always can. I, I always worry about guys his size with Vince just because they face mm-hmm. a real uphill battle. But Adam Cole has got so much charisma and such a good promo that I think that could overcome it. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. Um, I mean, with the women, you got a ton of women that are ready. Tony Storm, Io Shirai. Um, I mean, they, they, they got a lot. So Dakota Kai. 
I, I don't want anybody from NXT to come up. <laughs> so maybe that's why I'm trying to not even speculate. I just I keep down there. I just don't. They have so many people right on the main roster that they don't know what to do with. Why bring anybody else? Yeah. Some people are saying Becky Lynch. I don't think Becky will be back before SummerSlam. Yeah. Uh, Justin Lopez, 499. I think they'll save the tag match to try and get another match out of Bunny for a later date. Do you see him sticking around after Mania? I mean, he loves it, so I could see him just kind of being around. Maybe not a, a weekly character, but I could see you, him being around. For you know, hairstylists everywhere are so excited about Bad Bunny being in the WWE, according to Twitter. Really? No. <laughs> kind of a deep cut for people that pay attention to wrestling. Twitter. I didn't know they pulled uh, hairstylists about Bad Bunny. Well. <laughs> Although it is weird. I, I'll just say, so, so like Ryan Satin was saying that, like, oh, so he was getting his oh, beard gotcha. trimmed or haircut. And but, I, you know, in his defense, I've talked about this before. Every time I get my haircut and wrestling comes up, that's my gauge of everyone there. And it's all there. Oh, yeah, I used to watch. Or, oh, I'm a big Total Divas fan. Or, oh, I was watching up until a few years ago. Is so-and-so still around? So, like, people gave him a hard time about that. But it is kind of a legit gauge when you have conversations with people. Mm-hmm. Literally the last time I got my hair cut, um, and this guy I've been going to for like seven or eight years, and then he never knew that I ran a wrestling site. He just knew I was a, a web guy, and then told him it was wrestling, and we started. To, we just talked wrestling for like the whole time, and he he doesn't know the current stuff, and that's the thing. Usually when I talk to people who have watched wrestling, it's always, oh, I was a big fan of the Ultimate Warrior. I was a big fan of Hulk Hogan, and uh, that's pretty much what it was: is talking about '90s Attitude Era, that that kind of stuff. And it was at the barber. Yeah, that, that was the last time I talked to an outsider, if you will, about wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> an outsider. <laughs> Jax Callens, 499, told Raj I was going to throw some bills tonight. No knee slaps, but they played Thomas the Train soundbite. Thomas the Tank Engine soundbite during bronze match. What the hell? At first, I thought it was like that AEW when they, the TNT uh, feed accidentally got cut in. And they, like, <laughs> I was like, is, there's, a, there's a train sound, right? Oh, God, it makes me feel just old watching this show because I don't know. What would you guys think? I, I I didn't pay attention to anything Braun Strowman did, but I did. I, that got my attention. I was like, "What did I just hear?" I'm like on Twitter, and I'm like, "Wait, what?" I mean, we'll when get to think, it. Just what you think doesn't get any more ridiculous. That kind of stuff happens. I got so a call corny. from my realtor during that match. So I watched that match on mute. <laughs> And every time my realtor calls me, I'm embarrassed to tell him what I'm watching. Like yeah. last night and tonight, I'm just don't I don't want to talk about what I'm watching, yeah. which is weird, right? Because normally people like, are like, I'm just oh, looking yeah, at the TV. Like, yeah, just flipping channels. Enrico, this is good. Five dollars. Bray looks like the burnt Chucky that came out of the fireplace in the first child's play. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's Enrico Palazzo. Love that movie. Like. It's tough, man. This is tough because Alexa looks so badass, so good. The original Fiend look was so good. And this is just like a huge miss. Um, Rafael Rodriguez, $5. Any chance we see Roman and Bobby hold on to the titles and face off at Survivor Series? Um, I don't see them holding it that long. Yeah. But it would be cool. I'd love to see that, you know, that feud happen again. I think it would be money. And, and Bobby Lashley beat Roman. He could start that promo out by, by telling him that. That yeah. would actually be fun to see. Yeah. Uh, Jared Wilson saying Seamus is criminally underrated. He doesn't get the appreciation he should have. He's such a good hand in the ring. Oh, he's he's great. Yeah. 
Um, so Real quick, after, uh, yeah. Stephen Marchichuli saying, how about Charlotte versus Tessa angle this Friday or post-Mania Raw? Uh, Tessa is not, you know, she's known to the hardcores, but not to the uh, outside fans. I think if they brought her in, she'd go into NXT, you know, mm-hmm. as probably get a push in NXT, but I, I don't see her going to the main roster right away. I agree. I agree. I think they need to get to know her and really see her talents. And the women's division in NXT is the best um, yeah. the best way to push someone. And then we'll get to the rest of the Super Chats as we're going along. But uh, really quick, Jermaine... Did we do this one? No. No. Jermaine no. Uh, uh, Presley with the $5 Super Chat saying, I could see EO, Tony Storm, and Dakota Kai being moved up to the main roster and going to SmackDown because SmackDown needs more women on the show. They're all great. Uh, they're all super ready. It's just how will they be used? I mean, we see how a lot of the NXT call-ups, how it works out. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So, Asuka versus Peyton Royce. This makes sense. Uh, Peyton wanted a match last week. I didn't watch last week, but I saw the recap. Demanded a match with Asuka. Um, it makes sense given, I mean... You kind of, kind of tell, okay, this is a setup. I thought Rhea was going to come out and beat up Asuka, and this would keep Asuka looking strong because she just had this major match with Peyton. I mean, good for Peyton, right? This is, like, probably the longest singles match Peyton has ever had in mm-hmm. WWE. And it was a good match, I thought. It was a very good match. But it was just kind of random. Well, I mean, no, I think after her Raw, Raw talk, is that what that show's called? Oh, after yeah. that promo that she cut, she's really been buzzing around on social media, and she looked great tonight. I, I feel like they should have done this match at Fastlane. Like, they, right? you know, still, Asuka hasn't defended since October. It just makes the Raw Women's Championship look less by not having it defended on pay-per-view ever. So why not do this at Fastlane? You kind of had Peyton cut that great promo. So you kind of had a built-in story. And, and it's just kind of disrespectful. I don't know. Kind of dissing Asuka, you know, by not mm-hmm. having her wrestle on pay-per-view. Yeah. At the same time, I feel like between the concussion and now what's going on with Charlotte Flair, they're probably in limbo with Asuka and just trying to book it on the go with them not knowing who's clear for what on what day. Right. Yeah. I mean, her original plan was to lose to Lacey, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's been all over the place. So, uh, yeah, this was a good match. Took it a while to really get going. Um, but Asuka, of course, won. And after Asuka raised the title while her music played, out comes Rhea Ripley making her Raw debut and challenging Asuka to a match of Mania. So there you go. No squash, uh, no dominant debut. She comes out, asks for a match, and gets it. Um, Issa, to you first. How do you think this worked for you as Rhea's debut, given how much they've hyped her? I loved it. I think if you're going to hype somebody like that, you you move her straight to the top. Even if you just started watching, she she almost won the Royal Rumble. So technically speaking, she almost had her chance of calling out Asuka regardless. I, I'm happy for her. I'd rather see that than them using some weird storyline. I just, I, I we'll see what happens at WrestleMania because that's what happened to her last year too. And I got all excited for it. I'm a big Rhea fan, so... You know, I just want I just want to see all the good things happen for her. She looked like a million dollars tonight too. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought it was I thought it was great. I just I would have rather had Rhea attack Oscar after and and lay her out. Just I think it would have had more of an impact. You just had a face off in the segment before with Drew and Lashley. Have this one like have Rhea really make her you know put her 
footprint, you know, on Raw as soon as she comes in. Because, like we said, last year they squandered her. I don't want to see that happen again. And she's supposed to be on the heel side. That's what they have her pegged as right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if she's a heel, have her act like a heel. And, and granted, they do have two more Raws to go. But uh, I think this would have been a good night to just really establish her as kind of a, a dangerous heel off the bat. It's different, right? This isn't the NXT men's call-up formula of having them show up and like enter a feud or, you know, I mean, so it's, it's different. So I'm hoping this doesn't go the way uh, these normally goes, but what do you think? I mean, I tweeted this. I think both Bianca and Rhea need to win their matches at WrestleMania. Rhea, definitely. Yeah. With Bianca though, (laughs) Bianca's had more build. They've actually invested more in Bianca. If Bianca doesn't win, you know, I don't know. I think they have but to it's cement not, it. It's, it's Bianca's first WrestleMania match where with Rhea you already have. You'll be building a habit of she comes out, calls somebody out, and then loses at Mania. Because mm-hmm. that's what she did last year. She's the one who called out Charlotte. Charlotte didn't yeah. call her out. Right. So, yeah. you know, um, that being said, I think that the Bianca and Sasha is a situation or, or where they both have to win. I don't think Sasha, I understand that she's had a long title reign, but she defended it against, what, Carmella? Does, is that really something... Oh no, Carmella! On a resume, you know what I, I mean. No, but you know what I'm saying. She needs, she needs a big win. So at the same time, I do think that Bianca needs the win too. So I'm curious to see what they'll do there. Yeah, I mean, I think, I actually think Sasha should win heelishly, like almost like underhandedly, does like a, you know, a veteran move, but something a little underhanded, like a, an Eddie move, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and gets the win, Bianca's pissed, and it keeps it going, and Bianca could get the win down the road, because this feud can't end here. Um, so I, I could see Sasha winning, but for sure Rhea. Rhea has to. I, I think it would bury her if she didn't. Not bury her, but you know what I mean. It just it would, it would be a bad look for her. Uh, it would be nice for both of them to win. Like, hopefully, like, you know, being hopefuls, right? But with wrestling, I never expect anything. I expect the worst, actually. So I'm not going to sit here and think they're going to have both of our favorite girls win at WrestleMania because that never happens. (laughs) But Sasha's made, though, right now. You know, and that's the thing. They've got the four horsewomen and Asuka. And that's been the dominant women at the top of the card in WWE for years now. And I think it's very important that they open that up. And Rhea and Bianca both, I think, are some of the most promising talents with the most charisma like they they to me look like they belong at that level they just need to be booked there i don't think it's hurt sasha for losing i know she hasn't had the best track record of mania i think someone was saying she's zero for six or this would make her zero for six but that's actually a great story when we want to make her the underdog and have her get a big mania win that means something but in the storyline i just i feel like since they split her and bailey up sasha is just coasting on her star power it's not her fault it's creative's fault for not giving her anything of substance I think that's a great motivation for her to cheat to win because she needs yeah. to win. And um, yeah, I I, I could see, look. I can go either way. I, I'm I'm mm-hmm. happy with either. It's it, it depends what story you want to tell. The story they've been telling so far hasn't been great. Hopefully, they can turn it around in the next few weeks. Um, so, but, but yeah, I will say if both of them win, it will feel like a whole new era of women's wrestlers mm-hmm. are here to take over, you know, because mm-hmm. we, you are right. We have seen so much of the four horse women in Asuka that to walk out of WrestleMania with two brand new women as champions, that will actually be quite amazing. But if one of them needs it more than the other, I will say it's Rhea. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, man, and Carmella just I feel <laughs> bad took for her. her spot. I know. Re- Reginald was the star. Yeah. Of that. She's the Janetti of that pairing. 
Who would have thunk? <laughs> Ouch. He is and, and, I love Car- and I love Carmelo, but but I'm just saying, like, it's crazy that that they were like, no, you, you've got what it takes. We're going <laughs> to put you in this position. I don't know. It's just kind of nuts. But look, I love Rhea Ripley. I think uh, she is incredible. This was so great seeing her tonight. I just, I hope they don't screw this up. She Same. can be the face of Raw if they, if they let her. So they set it up. Uh, Shelton Benjamin and uh, Cedric Alexander challenged Drew uh, to a handicap match. If Drew wins, they're going to be banned from ringside of Mania in his match against Bobby. Uh, we got lots of promos for Mania tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about Miz and Morrison and Miz TV in a second. Oh, and that CarMax commercial. What storytelling? Uh, but first, we want to thank the sponsor of this episode, which is Stereo, where we do our exclusive after parties on Stereo every week. Myself and Matt Morgan, Issa, uh, NYC Demon Diva, she has also been doing her content on Stereo. And this week, Matt and I will be making a return to Stereo, so be sure to download that app for iOS or Android. Stereo is a live social conversation app where you can host your own chats, uh, participate in other people's, or just sit back and listen. They've got tons of stuff on every topic, from news, politics, comedy, sports, you name it. And Matt Morgan and I have loved doing these shows. We always say we're going to go for 45 minutes. We end up going for three hours. And why? Because you ask questions. You click that microphone. You record your message. We play them on the air. We talk about whatever you want us to talk about. And if you think this podcast goes off the rails, stereo, there are no rails. It's just completely open. And we're uh, freewheeling with it. It's been great. So again, download that app stereo for iOS or Android. And then here's what I want you to do. As soon as you get it, follow me, Glenn Rubenstein. Follow Matt Morgan and follow NYC Demon Diva on there. You'll be notified every time we go live on the platform. We love doing these. It was weird not doing one last week, but we're coming back hard this week. It's going to be great. Uh, thank you to Stereo for sponsoring the Wrestling Inc. podcast. And we look forward to you all joining us on Stereo. And if you miss it live, you can go back. You can go to my profile, Glenn Rubenstein on Stereo. And you can listen to all the archives. There's like 20 hours of me and Matt Morgan on there talking about the most random stuff and getting deep with it. And you can get that all on stereo we thank them for sponsoring the podcast antoine fair five dollars saying i think finn is coming back to answer who's getting called up that's really all i can see to be honest i can see that it it feels like his time in nxt has kind of run its course and uh let's see we've got a couple more down here uh, Justin Toner, $5, saying Charlotte tweeted out that she just has positive for COVID, so hope she gets well soon. I feel Rhea and Bianca need to win, too. Keep up the good work. And it was weird. Did Rhea drop that in the promo about Charlotte? Who said that in the promo? Yeah, Rhea did. Yeah. yeah. Like, at first, I was like, wait, did they really just make that part of this angle? Yeah. Well, I mean. They did it with Drew, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's not really. Yeah. I mean, I think they they needed a reason because it was clear they were heading with Charlotte. They had done a couple angles where she did promos talking about how she needed to beat Mandy and Dana and she was going to win the title back. So this explains why she's not in the picture, at least for now. Uh, Chair Shot <laughs> Reality with the $5 Super Chat. Thank you, guys. Uh, Karana Shah saying, uh, with the $5 Super Chat saying, Speaking of badass Rhea, watch Grit and Glory on the network or YouTube with her and Samoa Joe. Really good. good stuff. Still crazy she's only 24. I watched that. It was really good. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. I'll have to check it out I'll as have well. to take a break from watching real estate videos, which is all I've been doing lately. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nightmare Knee saying, Bianca's in her 30s. They need to put the rocket on her now. Rhea is young. She can bounce back, but I agree with you. How is Bianca in her 30s? I mean, like, she looks better for her 30s than, than most people I know look in their 20s. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. 
Uh, Stellar Justin Lopez saying, as bad as I want Asuka to win, that won't happen. They don't value Asuka. If this were the Asuka from NXT, she would have been credible. I don't I don't see her winning. Um, I, I do wish they would feature Asuka a little bit more. I mean, anytime they do make her that badass, I feel like it works the best. It makes the... Uh, for the whole division, so I agree. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, we, we read that earlier. Oh, we did. Oh, my bad. Cole, Cole, right. see, Rhea's 24. Do you see her being multi champ? Rhea Ripley looks more mature and seasoned and carries herself, I think, in a more mature way than Bianca does. Like, it's crazy to me when I think about that disparity in age. It's very interesting. But Rhea, I mean, I think, I hope Rhea has a long career ahead of her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. She's so talented. Uh, Sean Wiley, $5, saying her business will definitely cost Bobby Lashley his title. Reginald seems like he wanted to be in the 2021 Olympics doing gymnastics. That was cool. <laughs> Coming down the ramp. The the backflips. Yeah. Imagine if they have one of those really long ramps at WrestleMania games. You're going to be able to... <laughs> He's just exhausted by the end. <laughs> I don't know how many backflips he's going to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh james adams 499 mr roger mr glenn very great show and thank you for bringing on miss diva she's very smart and stylish as always Thanks. <laughs> it's true meanwhile i've got like three shirts in here and i just toss them on before i go on the air for a meeting <laughs> for a podcast it's like this is you know i mean you're you're classing up the joint too much you said <laughs> sorry you're gonna look even schlubbier than usual i need matt in his car in a tank top like that's that's what I need to you know make me look like I'm overdressed. Actually, dress down. I dress down on Mondays. So. Uh, oh, uh, here we go. Justin Labar saying, "Tuned in out of fun. If Bianca doesn't win, I'm gonna explode on the podcast." Raj can't de- hold down my anger. Like you too. Love Isa. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> you seem to get a, a lot of that. <laughs> Oh my god, I I feel that way if Roman loses. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe they'll put Bianca one night and Roman on another night. You can just bring us to just vent. <laughs> um. So Miz challenged Bad Bunny to a match at WrestleMania. We saw a preview of the Miz and Morrison's new music video. Remember a month ago when this guy was champion, and now he was in bunny suits. It wasn't even a month you, ago. You, <laughs> yeah. No, but you know that was a transitional thing. Yeah, transition to what <laughs> for the Miz? Um, yeah, I, I, you didn't I, laugh. You didn't laugh when you saw them in the bunny suit. I I, I smirked. I, I was gonna say I found this entertaining. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Wait, this you yeah. like? Uh, yeah. yeah. As soon as he said the name of the song, "Hey, hey, hop, hop," I was like, "Oh no." <laughs> I mean, for being annoying yeah. heels, for being their characters, I thought it was that's what it was. Just wait. What? Hey, when's Easter this year? Because just wait. This is uh, <laughs> week week from Sunday, right? No, the yeah, yeah April fourth. There you go. <laughs> and Morrison is rapping in Spanish on this this track. So props to him for that. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it, it, so it, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No. So Bad Bunny uh, came out, attacked, uh, accepts. It's happening. So assuming they don't, uh, there was no, um, there was no real mention of Damian Priest tonight. They showed him yeah. in the graphic, um, but that was it. Um, so assuming this isn't changing in tag team match, they must. I mean, Bad Bunny must really be impressing them at the performance center because right. 
Especially if they make it a solo match. That's the first thing I thought about when I saw how they announced it. And I gotta say, Bad Bunny got a better guitar hit on The Miz than The Miz did on him. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the yeah. record, right. I thought I, Bad Bunny really messed him up. But, um, yeah, hopefully. I mean, this is something that he's dream about. So, I would assume he if he's gonna put the same dedication that I see him put in other parts of his career, he's not he's not gonna mess around with it. We'll see, but it's two nights. They're, they put them on Saturday, which I'm so happy they're starting to announce when yeah. what is happening. It's gonna happen on Saturday. It's gonna be a fun thing, and we can move on, and you'll be either really good and talked about, or forgotten about by Sunday. We'll see. Yeah, okay. I, I thought that was great. I, I almost thought they weren't gonna do that again this year, because last year they didn't announce which matches were gonna go on which nights, so... And we'll get to that in a little bit, but yeah. Uh, Jared Wilson, 499. Alexa Bliss has lost to the women's division while she's tied up with The Fiend. I, I was thinking this last night. If no. she's shooting fire and able to uh, right. put curses on people, why isn't she going after the women's title? Because when you're that crazy, the title doesn't matter. Right. Matter to The Fiend. No, but how many times have we said we don't want the Fiend or those special characters in the title picture? Alexa is now part of that group, whether people like it or not. Okay. There you go. I guess she uh, can just make the title disappear, you know, and <laughs> melt, and her opponents melt, and catch on fire. Besides, Buckets of paint so, dropping on their heads. She saw Rhea Ripley backstage tonight, and remembered that Rhea at the Royal Rumble was not falling for her crap, so she was like, <laughs> I'm just going to stay away from that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, oh, Jeff Hardy faced The Miz quickly. The Miz beat Jeff Hardy, and then when Bad Bunny came out and attacked, accept the challenge. Pretty pretty dominant win for The Miz there. They were kind of really yeah. uh, heating him up. He, he, he usually doesn't get those. I mean, this is like his fourth singles win in a year. So Getting that CarMax bump. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, were, were you surprised <laughs> at the end when they both got the same car that was equally awesome and they, they tied? That was a twist I didn't see coming. I tuned out of the CarMax bit. So. Yeah, I'm going to have to find that. <laughs> they put more effort into those integrated ads sometimes than they do the show themselves. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about AJ and Omos cutting promos against the New Day and Kofi Kingston uh, speaking in Arthurian English, which I was a fan of. Um, Issa, what did you think of this back and forth? It was entertaining. <laughs> Yeah. I also laughed here when they were trying to see how much AJ Styles knew about Omas, but I wish AJ Styles would have turned around and asked them some serious questions about each other just to see. You know the news, they know each other, but AJ Styles could have had some fun back at them. But I thought it was funny, and I agree with what AJ said. I don't even know what color Omas said, but that's not a real color. Like, you gotta go with a basic Moth? No one likes Moth. <laughs> I know. I can't believe he said that. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know they were Googling. Ran, you know, <laughs> random colors. But, you know, I thought AJ was funny here. Omas, yeah. I just don't like him doing comedy. You know, he's this huge imposing guy about to go into his first match. I just feel like he should just be that kind of scary giant, you know, just imposing and, and not joking around and just saying mauve is his favorite color. So, I don't know. That's just me. <laughs> Again, uh, <laughs> I, I just I want to see some more intense characters and some more badass characters and there's a lot of comedy and goofy comedy on on raw lately and, and mm-hmm. i just feel like it's it's hampering the show and omas is one of those guys he can be uh you know we'll have to see how he is in the ring but he looks amazing yeah i i, I see i see your point too but i guess when you pair him with aj styles that's also aj styles kind of 
you know, shtick for the last few years is being funny, but he's still amazing in the ring. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I Last week, I was very upset that that's what they were doing with AJ Styles, right? I'm like, really? But at the same time, I'm starting I'm starting to buy it. I am actually curious. I want to see what he can do in the ring, and there's nobody to pair him up better than AJ Styles. So I am actually looking forward to this. That's what I was thinking. I mean, with Omas, who better to work with than with AJ, you know, to tag oh, team yeah. with for a while? Uh, you know, learn the ins and outs. Uh, AJ can help him out. It's like the Sean and Diesel thing in a lot of ways. And yeah. And this is one of the most ma- the matches I'm most intrigued about at WrestleMania. I'm really curious how how it how he, Omos looks in the ring and what they do, and I'm sure Omos and AJ can do some really cool stuff together. So, I'm oh looking my forward god, to it. he's gonna throw him, and AJ's gonna do all kinds of flips, and he's going to be awesome. <laughs> right, or Omos puts him on his shoulders, and AJ, you know, flies. I mean, they could do some really cool stuff. A so phenomenal looking... forearm from up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's going. I, I I think it's going to be great. And from an AJ Styles perspective, I will want to do the, everything that I haven't done, and that is one thing that he hasn't been able to capture. So why not? Yeah. So uh, Kofi Kingston won that match. After that, Sheamus stopped backstage. Um, so yeah, he's going to face uh, the challenge by Bobby Lashley, uh, or why accepted the challenge uh, Bobby Lashley uh, earlier in the evening, and. Um, then uh, Matt Riddle comes by talking nonsense about Irish stereotypes to Seamus. Seamus took the scooter and beat the crap. Well, hit him in the in the gut with it, putting him on the ground. Uh, I hope that he beats the crap out of him at WrestleMania. And Riddle was, did the, is it something I said? Uh. <laughs> like, they, Vince must think he's hilarious. Oh, he, he must. But he also likes seeing Riddle get his ass kicked a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Is it so. something I said? So we like it's like he's Steve Urkel at the end. Like like that's Can the I punch do that? Like yeah. that kind of a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I cannot stand, I cannot stand this character. You know how I feel about Riddle. I think he's awesome in the ring. Um but as a character he just it just infuriates me with these segments. I, I just my blood boils when when he's talking. But that's what it is. He's Stoner Steve Urkel. That's his character <laughs> that they've made him. I've been trying to put my finger on it. I'm like, why is he so annoying? Like, and not in any sort of endearing way whatsoever. <laughs> do, do you Steve think Urkel. this ends up a one one on one match, or do you think that just Matt Riddle keeps? pissing people off randomly backstage and it ends up being a multi-man <laughs> like, and everyone beats up Matt Riddle him on the <laughs> grandest stage awesome. of it of them all like I would <laughs> <Yeah>. love that <laughs> it does seem to me like it's going to be Sheamus and and uh, I mean they did a little backstage thing with Nakamura and, and Riddle last night but it, it looks like it's going to be Sheamus and Riddle um, at Mania which it'll be a, they always have good matches together and um Again, I, I I hope it's a Seamus win. I hope Seamus gets rewarded for the the hard work he's really just put in these last few months. Uh, actually, I mean for a long time, but uh, being put in this position with Drew and Lashley and just really stepping up, uh, you know, it'd, especially it'd be good a few him. years ago, wasn't he badly injured to the point that he thought he might have to retire? Yeah, and spinal to see him like taking these like amazing matches, hard hitting matches. Now, I I've always been a fan of Seamus, so I'm excited for him, and and I wouldn't mind seeing him kick. Matt Riddle's ass. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all in agreement there. Yeah. 
Is there anyone that's rooting for him? If you're in the chat room and you're like, I, I like Matt Riddle. I think he's a, oh. a righteous dude. Like, tell me in the chat room. I want to know who the Matt Riddle fans are so I can ban you from our chat. There you're are not people. allowed to watch this show. Anytime I tweet something about Riddle, yep. I get, I'll, I'll get like 30 people saying, yeah, he sucks. And, yada, yada, yada. and then there's one or two are like, whatever, man. He's funny. I posted a reaction to one of his matches on my YouTube channel, and I got so many negative comments because I was bashing him. And like, be- there's a lot of fans that really, really yeah. like him. Yeah, he sure. might be the worst thing on WWE TV. And I'm not talking about him as a person. I'm not talking yeah. about him as a perf- as an in-ring performer. I'm saying his character and the way they write him is just like I would I would rather flip over to the Weather Channel. Be like, oh, five day forecast. This is yeah. interesting. The weather in Chicago is going to be nice the next couple of days. Like, that would be more appealing to me than watching Matt Riddle with this comedy. Shane and Braun have been pretty bad, but at, yeah. Riddle's been going on for months. So, there is that. Uh, real quick, Sean Wiley with the $5 super chat saying, uh, talking about Andrade's best options. It's Andrade, we'll talk more about this later. He's a free agent. He can show up on Dynamite this Wednesday. Uh, his best options, A, ROH, B, NWA, Aldis versus Andrade would be money. And uh, second question, Issa, what women's match would you like to see? Uh, would you like, what women match would you like Tessa versus Charlotte is my choice? I guess what's like a dream women's match. I still want to see Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch on a one-on-one match. I, yeah. I always wanted to see that I was here for that feud. Um, so, yeah, that would probably be my dream match that I hope eventually happens. That but would I think be. Tessa versus Charlotte will be money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Terry Allen Jr. St. Glenn Roger, read Hardy Boy books, Detectives. <laughs> I tried reading one as a child. And I was like, I don't get I was more I was more enamored with uh, the Dukes of Hazard. I mean, Bo and Luke, not the bullshit Coy and Vance here. Oh, but, uh, you know. <laughs> Do you ever hear that rumor that the reason why they brought the new t- two new Dukes was because they had accidentally killed someone with a stunt on Dukes of Hazard? No, I I, I, yeah, I believe I it's that. true. I heard it's because they asked for more money and they were like, the the car is the star of this show. We don't need you. And uh, that's what they right. brought in. No, Clinton. yeah, that's what it really was. But I remember as a kid, that we, there was this rumor that they were filming something and Bo and oh. Luke accidentally ran over somebody and they got fired off the show. And that's why they brought the, the cousins in. Because if we've learned anything in Hollywood, there are repercussions for your actions. Right. Uh, no, um, that's interesting. I was so happy when Bo and Luke came back. That is one of the oh, yeah. probably one of the high points of my young childhood. Was that because I, I didn't read the t- I didn't read the trades back then. There was no internet to spoil it for me. I'm just watching Coy and Vance uh, getting into it with Boss Hog and Bo and Luke are back. What the hell? Like that was one of the greatest days of my young life. Probably the greatest day up until the point of my life when that happened. All right. <laughs> My dad used to tell me that story that they killed someone on set. So yeah, I had to always hear that too. <laughs> yeah, he, Alfonso Ribeiro. I always heard he died doing the headstand, uh, the, the head spin. Well, in the Michael Jackson Pepsi commercial, and then when Fresh Prince of Bel Air came out, all that time I thought he was dead, and I was like, "What?" Is that anti break dancing propaganda trying to keep <laughs> kids off the linoleum mats and the cardboard? <laughs> oh Very God. important. Oh, speaking of which, so this is crazy. Um. Did you guys check out that Soleil Moon Fry documentary, Kid 90, on Hulu? No. I started it, but I haven't finished it. So good. But, Raj, she, she had a video camera. She saved everything from, like, the late 80s into the 90s and has, like, voicemail messages, diaries, videotapes. You see all these stars. You see um, uh, David Arquette. 
and a lot of these stars when they were young and hanging out. And it's like a really different kind of documentary, but it was very cool and very much a time warp. Right. Highly recommended. And she went out with Danny Boy from House of Pain, which I think is just fascinating. Wow. That is fascinating. Yes. ODJ. ODJO. I think it's just DJ put the O's so we get the name. Five dollars. Yeah. My only problem with Riddle is that he needs to wear damn shoes in the ring. Love the show. I think if he ever wants to revamp his character and look like a like a star as opposed to, you know, a teenage kid, um, I think he's got something and, you know, drop the, yo, bro. And, you know, add some bass to your voice. I don't know, whatever you need to do. But uh, I think with a character change, he could be something. When he lost his memory, I thought we would get the Stefan Urkel of Matt Riddle. And you start wearing a suit and saying indubitably and, uh, you know, talking like all fancy talk. (laughs) More interesting than what he's doing right now. Way more, way more interesting. Um... So, and I'm just reading this in the in the recap on WrestleMania. Just this WWE United States Champion Riddle comes by in his scooter, talking nonsense to Sheamus. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> we call it like we see it. <laughs> yes. Handicap match: Drew McIntyre versus Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. Stipulation that the Hurt Business will be barred from ringside at WrestleMania if they lose. And wouldn't you know what they lost? Yeah, of course they did. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that was kind of predictable that that was going to happen. And I have a feeling that her business is about to be no more. Oh, wow. I mean, well, this really telegraphs. This is how they're going to uh, uh, set up the scenario for Drew to win the title at, at Mania, right? Well, they can't be at ringside now. So, I mean, that's the that's the step. Um. I don't understand how this hurts anybody because Bobby actually got angry at them for trying to help him, right? Yeah. So it's like they shouldn't be. I'm just going by the story, of the show, not even by weeks, the show. Earlier he yelled at them for trying to help him. So it's right. just like, so why would you want them ringside? But then he's asking people to take out McIntyre. That's why I didn't like the segments today. I felt like the story they were trying to tell us was a little all over the place and inconsistent, and this is part of it. Right. Yeah, totally. Like he was upset because they were helping him. And he doesn't need anybody's help. And then he's asking for mm-hmm. help for exactly. people to take him out when earlier yeah. he, he was saying he doesn't need that. So, yeah, that was inconsistent. But the way they did the the Hurt Business can't be at ringside, or at least Cedric and Shelton, almost made me think, like, they could introduce someone new. No. That comes okay. in, helps Lashley get the win, and beats Drew, and, and you have a new member of the Hurt Business. So the NWO, man. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> So you think one of the people that are going to take that challenge, the people that were back oh, yeah. in there, maybe. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think it's Drew Gulak. <laughs> yeah, so MVP said after, if anyone takes out Drew, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. going to get a shot at the title from Bobby. I can see them, but they'll just do it to make Drew look stronger. Drew will just destroy retribution, everyone. Retribution you, left over. Oh. <laughs> well, you can bring in a Dijakovic uh, without the mask, uh, repackaged. Right. Keith Lee, uh, who's been off TV, if he can be back by then. Um yeah, there's some people you could throw in that that might be cool. I think it should be a one-on-one Slapjack. match. Slapjack. <laughs> I think they should just have a one-on-one match because I feel like if we're, if we're going to make the Universal title a triple threat match, then let these two guys have a one-on-one with no weird things happening. Yeah. 
Yes, King Rail saying, really don't want the Hurt Biz broken up, but could you see T-Bar and Mace possibly taking Bobby's off? <laughs> like, that's a way to get rid of T-Bar and Mace, and then they come back without the masks. Yeah. I think they could be a cool team with a new gimmick, because they look cool together, except with the, those terrible names. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They gotta do something. T-Bag just rolls off the tongue. It's never a good thing. Yeah. No. Uh, I don't agree with this. Jared Wilson. 499 saying riddles the wrestling version of michelle from american pie which one of the most (laughs) one of the most beloved characters for people of our generation and how dare you compare matt riddle (laughs) that's how he cuts his backstage stuff deer in headlights look i get what he's saying but i i do like michelle too yes um stellar justin lopez 499 saying i hate 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 how they're planting seeds of a hurt business breakup they can be one of the next big factions smacking my effing h um i agree i think i think the the her business should have gotten that spot against aj styles and omas at wrestlemania her business have been doing a lot for raw in the last few months so as soon as they look back that so i was thinking just gonna focus on bobby lashley and Bobby lashley only now we'll yeah, I, I mean, they've teased them breaking up before in the past, and mm-hmm. it never went anywhere. With Shelton and Cedric, and they had dissension, and then they just kind of dropped it. So, I, they haven't even been together a year. I'd like, they, they have a cool look They with the suits and everything. They just look sure. like an old-school, badass faction that we haven't seen yeah. since, like, Evolution. Uh, I, I mean, they're kind of doing it in AEW now, but, um, you know, I, I, I'd like to see them keep them together. Maybe add a new member, but... Simpsons Ricochet. I'd like they've kind of tainted Ricochet a little. I'd like to see them um, add someone that's um, that's kind of new, like maybe someone from NXT, but that could be a, a player, like a main event player that you could play off of Lashley down the line. Pumpkinhead Neo Akira five dollars saying Vince Logic, just go with it. Yeah. <laughs> that's I mean that's the disclaimer. They should I mean they should they should put that on the screen during Monday Night Raw. Just flash that multiple times. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, like, please send help. Our company is run by an old and out of touch man. <laughs> like, if you think this is bad, you should see the stuff we convinced him not to put in the show tonight. <laughs> you know, uh, Jackson Callens, 499 real feels like he's going to have the Miz issue. Characters just going to stick and he's stuck both so talented, but stained with that gimmick. Yeah. Or Santino Morella more like it than the, the Miz because. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I, there's a there's a low ceiling for this gimmick. Yes, Vince believes in it. <laughs> um. So Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose versus Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler. We had Naomi and Lana on commentary. Of course, uh, they're talking about they want the rematch for the women's tag team titles. Reginald was out there. Why would they get a rematch when they were destroyed? Like cleanly, just with it. I mean, they were just destroyed. Uh, same reason why they faced Bianca and Sasha the night before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess you can't try to apply story. No, you I know, agree too with you. Logic. I was, I was wondering the exact same thing. And now we had Dana and Lana. I mean, uh, Dana and Mandy losing, so they're probably going to mm-hmm. be in the title match too. So it's probably going to be a multi-team uh, match at Mania with Nia and Shayna against uh, Mandy and. Dana and uh, Naomi and Lana. I could see 
Nia and uh, Shayna implode because that's a good angle. And then I think Naomi and Lana are the natural choices to win. Mm-hmm. I mean, you also have Tamina and Natalia somewhere in SmackDown sneaking no, that's around. That's true. Yeah, there'll be, be a multi-women match. Yeah. And, and the Riot the Squad. Mm-hmm. So at that point, there won't be a women's battle royal. It will just be the tag team match, basically. Yeah. Hmm. They didn't do the battle royal last year, right? No. Oh, that's right. But well, although... There was no pre. No, there was a pre. Well, but it was all inside. I don't, don't think you wanted that many people in the ring together. Right. But then they Probably did that spot them. with uh, all the twenty four seven guys mm. and Gronk, and it was like mm-hmm. fifteen guys out there. <laughs> and <sighs> that's when you want to risk COVID is for twenty four seven title segment. <laughs> I like that they're doing their responsibility yeah. to to get everyone to get vaccinated. I think that's very nice to see them pushing that. I know some states are having supply issues. I know in some states appointment slots are going unfilled and there's doses left over. So I like the WWE is getting on board. I got one of those doses. They have a, a wait list here where you could sign up yeah. and they, when they have leftover doses, you could get those. I got one as well. Which uh, which vaccine did you get, Raj? Moderna. So no, I got Pfizer. In... Yeah. Got a little like uh, PlayStation Dreamcast thing going on here. All right. Yeah, we'll have yeah. to uh, we'll have to compare. <laughs> so weird it's so like such uh, think about a year ago what this podcast was like like you go back to march last year and this is just like the disbelief show of like holy shit we're living in a nightmarish dystopia but yet wrestling is airing every week and you all are showing up because you want us to talk about it with you like and meanwhile like we're wiping down our groceries and worried about food supply lines and like afraid the paper like, was yeah like, like gold oh my god can't find it <laughs> Doing this podcast like just made it. I'm I'm sure we have a different perspective than most people have on it because we were showing up, you know, yeah, to try and talk about something off topic. It was very weird. It was. It, it was needed though. Yeah, it and, was needed. I mean, people I, needed a distraction more than anything. I think our community has gotten stronger um, mm-hmm. as a result, and our community is the best. And our community knows that, but I like to remind them from time to time. Uh, Braun Strowman versus Elias with train sound effects, apparently. It sounded like Tugboat was tug, oh Tugboat was doing a run-in. <laughs> it was like, hee, hee. <laughs> so bad. So for, yeah, Shane cut that promo at first. It, it, it's the most fourth grade juvenile stuff. It's not, that's the problem I have with Shane. Because with the position that he's in, you would think that, I mean, they should have it where he screwed him over on a contract or, you know, something smarter as opposed to these fourth grade insults um yeah i think they could go on the fact that raw underground went off the air after he <laughs> beat davocado like even if you use that i don't know i don't care this is so bad and shane can be very like he's you can't like him right now he's being annoying if he was using that in a position of power against braun it would change everything about this field but right now as soon as he say i accept that wrestlemania i was like oh god please no don't yeah <laughs> Don't accept. <laughs> and then Braun with his promos, man, they're just painful. So, oh, you think you're smart, huh? You think you're, think you're a really funny guy, huh? <laughs> man, it just, just sucks. Oh ah, gosh, I mean, they've just, Braun has gone downhill so bad these past couple of years, and he was just awesome, you know, four years ago. So, sucks to see. I mean, this match, I could, I could care less, but he did, and it made no sense that Shane would leave it up to Braun to pick the stip. I mean, he just hit him with the crutch, it did nothing to him. He ran off, and he, then he's like, "Oh, you you can have whatever kind of match you want." It should it's be to prove his point that he is 
quote unquote stupid. He's, I hope that Braun picks like something like super smart, like a crossroads or like a like, Sudoku match. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, listen, the train noises prove someone in WWE hates Braun more than I do. <laughs> Braun was so over. Like, why? This is this this one is probably the most puzzling fumble to me, given what Vince loves and what Vince thing works. The NXT thing, we go, well, Triple H got it. Vince doesn't get it. You know, the old guard doesn't get it. But Braun, Braun was their template, was was their blueprint, if you will, for mm-hmm. what they look for in a in a male performer. And they just fumbled this completely. Yeah. Unless they think. This is, oh, you're getting the spot with Shane. That's a big opportunity. You're wrestling a McMahon at Mania. I'm sure he thinks that. He does. He thought fighting Goldberg was something. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he was crying because he got to, to beat Goldberg for Christ. So he's probably all excited about it. Um, <laughs> so Randy Orton. So Braun won that match. Uh, yeah. And Elias, what's even going on there? That's we don't have that kind of time. Uh, Randy Orton uh, cutting a promo. Fiend's back. He's going to go out there tonight. After tonight, no more mind games. He's taking care of it once and for all. He's got who? What's in the bag? Who knows? Uh, out comes Alexa Bliss with a jack in the box, and uh, a creepy figure popped out of the box. The lights go down. It's the Fiend. He's standing there. Orton douses him in gasoline. Uh, finds the match and says, "No, I'm just going to." Hey, demon from hell, I know I was going to set you on fire, but I'm just going to RKO you instead because somehow that's more of a neutralizing effect. really doesn't make sense. Well, fire Uh, doesn't work. He already burned him and he's back, so clearly he's got to go in a different direction. Okay. Okay, that's a valid point. (laughs) But why not holy water? Why not silver bullets? Why not, you know... The RKO? Could you? That's what I want to see. I want a WWE Studios film where it's Randy Orton, Monster Hunter, and everyone else like is there with like the stakes and uh, the holy water and the crosses, and Randy's just like, nope, I've got the ultimate weapon, and I want him like RKOing Wolfman. That'd be Hell yeah, hey. RKO for hire. Let's do it. Yes. One of those uh, Nightmare on Elm Streets. All those, all the time. They've been trying to burn him and use acid and everything. RKO, RKO. Buddy. RKO on <laughs> I actually hated that he took that RKO, by the way. He looked, it was like, I, I get that he got back up and he got the upper hand, but it was like, okay, so he's back and he's already getting beat up. <laughs> yeah. Alexa gets the distraction. Fiend gets the mandible claw. Sister Abigail. I mean, I like these. I like these segments, Raj. I enjoyed this storyline. Now it has lost me. I am in the opposite way, right? So I, it lost me when the black goo started coming out and I said they were stretching it too much and I needed The Fiend to come back. So when I saw The Fiend showed up last night, so committed to this burnt gimmick, he, he showed up well done. And I was like, okay, fine, The Fiend is back. I Is he going to wrestle in, in this outfit, in this look? Because they didn't even say a speculation. It seems like it's going to be a regular match What's... at WrestleMania. Like, I, I don't know. I, I wanted the Fiend to come back, but I'm not I'm not here yet. I was here last night. I'm not here for it anymore. Pumpkinhead and Hiroakira <laughs> saying, maybe it's a holy RKO. So in my Monster Hunter movie, Randy Orton is a priest. Uh, instead of baby movie. oil, he uses uh, yeah. just holy, holy water. water. Yeah, and then the, gives the holy RKO demon be gone. So, I mean, at one point, the plan was for them to do a firehouse, firefly funhouse match at WrestleMania. 
though I don't know if that's that's still the thing, but so much you could do with that. And I want to see Bray as Cowboy Bob. That better happen. I need Bray in a cowboy hat. I'm just done with it. Ah, <laughs> uh, so King Rail. $5 saying Macho Man was my favorite wrestler as a kid. Maybe that's why I like Elias. He favors he Macho like Man. He, he looks like Macho Man. Mm-hmm. Why haven't they been giving him a bigger push? He's no Macho Man, but I, I agree. I like Elias. Uh, Macho Man's my favorite of all time as well. Um, they, they, he just got saddled. I mean, this is, we were talking about this with Riddle. You, you get saddled into a character that they see at a certain level, and it's hard to overcome that. Elias also needs a crowd. This whole singing gimmick and all that needs a crowd. So maybe we'll see a different, like a push for him when the crowds are allowed back in the arenas. Um, him sitting there singing to nobody is weird. I actually think he needs to drop the singing if he wants to move on. Really? But what I else think... has he got? Uh, I mean, that's, that's the problem. We don't know because yeah. that's all we sing. <laughs> right, yeah. Like he's got to find another character or something that's more well-rounded than, you know, Honky Tonk Man 2.0. It was over. Crowds are coming back. I think get rid of uh, What's-His-Face. And, uh... Oh, you know what Elias should do? Is he should become, like, one of the really, like, super, like, uh, spiritual musicians, like, into, like, New Age. And maybe, like, go with that where he's doing music, but he's also, you know, trying to change the world through the power of his song or something. They, they, could, they could do some stuff with this. He could probably go that way because isn't this guy with him because he inspired him? Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> they could, like, walk across hot coals in the desert, you know? Yeah. A lot of, a lot of directions they could go in this. Sure. Um, <laughs> Terry, uh, Raj, not on board with this. Ah. No. I think the singing's got to go. It's not that his music is good, mind you. Right. It's just that it's it's a different gimmick. It's something. Terry Allen Jr., $2.40. What does this mean? Using rematch clause and we ain't being tricked. Um, maybe talking about Naomi and uh, oh. Lana. There you go. Maybe. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. So we went off the air. Mania sign, pyro. Why are they setting off they flames? All out for that sign point. I know. <laughs> Man, three weeks until Mania. Now we got two shows left. Um. You know, it doesn't feel like it, does it, to you guys? This, I mean, to, sorry, Isa. It doesn't feel like this WrestleMania is a big deal, but tonight did feel like the first time that we're actually building towards WrestleMania. We're finding out new matches and finding out what's happening on what night. It was the most interesting build that I've seen in weeks. I, but no, no, it doesn't. It's, this is the worst WrestleMania season in a while. Yeah. It it, it just is. This is the time to really make stuff exciting, and I feel like they're just. It's just redundant. Um, it is. And it was like this. I mean, even last year uh, with the pandemic, they were cutting some cool promos like Undertaker, yeah. um, AJ. They were doing some cool promos and you're not seeing that well, right now. Not on Raw. On SmackDown, um, we are with Roman and Daniel Bryan. Because but... uh, they're at their best when the back's to the wall. Yeah, and Randy and uh, Randy Orton Edge were building a pretty cool program. The mm-hmm. thing about this is that that build up started halfway with fans allowed in the arena. Right. I remember when I was in Brooklyn when Drew attacked Brock for the first time. That got a humongous pop, mm. 
and mm-hmm. it was I feel like that WrestleMania season was weird because it did it, it, they had to kind of like switch but they they kept it the same way I always think of AJ Styles calling Undertaker uh, Joe Exotic because he took that picture with the tiger <laughs> I love that promo <laughs> yeah. but no even even when they had to go to the performance center it felt like WrestleMania season this hasn't yeah it's good when they have to pivot and work and I don't know like I, th- I think last year Despite the circumstances, they did a pretty darn good job. Yeah, and I know everyone has their own opinions on WWE going in front of a crowd again. I, I'm assuming they're taking all the precautions that they can. Football's been doing it. They're doing twenty five thousand, which is what the Super Bowl did. I'm I'm looking forward to the spectacle of it and seeing fans back. I'm, I'm I am looking forward to that, and I just hope everyone's safe and it. it goes off smoothly you know the big difference now in the super bowl is now there's gonna be a lot more people vaccinated as well um mm-hmm. so and that's why man that's that like i don't want to be a debbie downer about it but that's why people need to get the vaccine because i'm worried that people are going to see this look at what's happening in miami right now people mm-hmm. are just ready to cut loose and i think that like we have to remember still have to take precautions still have to do what we can and if we really want this to be in the final stages of this we, we need to get vaccinated Agree. I think they're going to be safe and take all the precautions. But that being said, I think that is actually one of the things I'm looking forward to the most. Seeing it again in a stadium with, it's not going to be full, but just the fact that we're going to see real fans. And I cannot wait to scroll to social media and see all the posts from people that are there. I'm excited for whoever gets to go. Just be safe and careful. Yeah, I'm still even vaccinated. Even when I get my second dose, I'm still going to rock the double mask and the face shield. But I'll... (laughs) I'll venture, maybe I'll actually like get takeout food that I'll put in the microwave before I eat it because I still don't trust anything. <laughs> I I mean, I think that is the thing I'm most excited about with this year's Russell. I mean, it is by far, actually, is having that stadium with fans in it. I hope they do the cutouts because it looked awesome at the Super Bowl. Yeah. It just looked packed. Um, but yeah, that is the thing I'm most looking forward to. Yeah, if, Jackson, I, was, if I had oh, the vaccine, I will probably attend. That's how, oh, that's wow. how desperate. Like, yeah, I always go to Manias. So, like, it's, it's, a, it's a thing that I like. I'm actually kind of jealous of whoever gets to go. I'm a couple of weeks off of when I'd be fully, so I decided not to. I will that's be good. You're just being safe. Fully. I would be fully, but not with the window. I'll have my shot, but not fully. Right, but, but even moving to Vegas, though, like, I'm. we were talking about this. Like, we're not going out. We're still going to, like, hold up. Just make sure. It's kind of like... The zombie apocalypse is over. I don't need to be the first one out to make sure that everything's okay. I want to just let's let's get some reports from the early ventures and make sure we're cool. A lot of Do you have are a digital vaccine punch. card that they give you that you can show when you go places? Uh, yeah. I have the card. Did you take a photo of yours? That was the best tip I saw. Was like take a photo in case you lose it because a lot of places will not give you your second dose if you don't have that card. Ah, I did but not. But they should do like a, that's what I'm saying. They should do like a digital thing because everything uh, like at Yankee Stadium this year is all it's yeah. all like electronic. So I'm like, they, you have to show a negative test or a vaccine. Um, they probably. talked about something like that, and I think that like privacy people, kind of like with HIPAA laws, right? Like you can't make somebody prove health things. I know it's voluntary. I see what you're saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's still like kind of discriminatory in a weird way. I don't know. It would just be weird to carry that everywhere. Like, it's, it would be so easy to lose it or something. Like, there yeah. should be some kind of digital file for it. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Jackson Callens, 499, saying, remember when Kane debuted and he was untouchable? Literally, that all, then that all faded. Fiend feels like a 2.0 Kane. They will run out of ideas eventually. Yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of that same template where can't be hurt, even though he's been beaten a bunch of times. <laughs> um, yeah. He can uh, stay burned forever, right? 
you could think you would think he'd be able to change his clothes at least, but apparently he he can't. Raj, yeah. he was in hell. Like I don't know what you picture <laughs> hell to be like, but but now there's a Macy's up here. He doesn't need to. <laughs> Go to Randy Orton. Go shopping. Go to Randy Orton's skin graft guy. You know, Randy got over those burns very quickly. Hugo Boss gift card for. I will (laughs) say, okay, when the hand first came up yesterday, the hand looked very like burned. The hand was great. Yeah, the hand hand was was the best part. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Jared Wilson saying Reigns made Braun look amazing. Do you think another superstar shakeup and a Reigns and Braun pairing could at least rehab him? Jared, the, the, the highlight of your sentence is Reigns made Braun look amazing. That's it. It's just Roman Reigns is that good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I keep, <laughs> keep, keep Braun away from Roman Reigns. Braun is on another level right now. Don't, don't bring him down. Um, uh, real quick, we should talk about Andrade. Oh, yeah. Uh, we at Wrestling Inc. had first exclusively reported a week and a half ago that Andrade had requested his release. Um, and he finally got it yesterday. So uh, it was granted, um, which is not a usual thing that they do. And apparently there's no non-compete. So he oh, wow. can go anywhere he wants right now. So that's wow. true that he doesn't have a 90-day thing? Yeah, Because no I, I read that multiple times today, and I, I actually wanted to ask you about it. Yeah, no 90-day that's compete. That's crazy. So what do you a- think he'll do? Um, but gosh, you know, we're in the middle of a, I normally I'd say probably go to Mexico, um, right. you know, and work some dates there, but the pandemic makes it hard there too. I don't know how many shows they're running right now, like with CMLL. Um, yeah, I'm sure New Japan would have them. AEW, uh, you know, they have so many guys there. I, I, I don't know how well he'd be used in AEW. But this is the guy to sign because he's at a good age, you know? <laughs> Not to throw shade, but this is, he's at his prime. He's got the looks. Like, this is probably the one reject you should go after. <laughs> and you got Thea Trinidad, who's a free agent, too. And that was a hot It'll act. It would be amazing to reunite them. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. I'm excited for him. If he wasn't happy, he wasn't being utilized. I'm, I'm happy for him that he got... I'm very surprised that they gave him his release. Very surprised at that. And I hope that he finds success... Anywhere that he'll go, I'm pretty sure he'll find success. I always think of that match he had with Johnny Gargano, and it was so freaking amazing to watch. I was at MSG when he won the U.S. title at that house show. It was awesome. So I hope that wherever he goes, he finds the success he couldn't find here. Yeah, absolutely. He's a hell of a talent, so mm-hmm. I agree. We'll see. We will see. Uh, let's see. We got some other stuff in the chat room. Oh, so it's interesting. So AR saying The Fiend versus King Demon. Finn could come back. The, the, the demon the character. Fiend, the Fiend kicked Finn Balor back to NXT, remember? Oh, no, King Demon. I'm sorry. I saw that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, he, they've kind of buried the demon, unfortunately, which sucks. I, I feel like Finn's been kind of bland without it in NXT. Yeah. Jackson asking, how does Bray go back to being Bray down the line and not burnt toast? I mean, <laughs> maybe Alexa's got a spell she can yeah. cast. Remember, Kane was burnt badly in a fire, and then down the road they took his mask off, and you just forget about it. But it's true. They have access to magic. I'm just saying. Yes, they do. So he should be able to get some new clothes. Yeah. 
Well, now that he's back from life. I like it so much, Rob. I like that you want him still burnt, but put him in like a Armani suit. Yeah, a suit. I have so many questions for him about where he was. Did you have to sell something to come back? Like, who brought you back? Is there Wi-Fi down there? Like, I really would love to interview him. <laughs> There's Wi-Fi in hell, but it's terrible Wi-Fi that you just can't get a connection on. Like, it's, your I phone recognizes the best it. I bet it's the best Wi-Fi, but you can't get connected to it. Like, yeah, you're like my phone for certain some crimes. Like you have to be a certain kind of crook to get the best Wi-Fi. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> there, wait, you're, your idea in hell, there's like a negative reward system that like the worse you are, the better you're treated. And it's just all the minor sinners that yeah, that they're like, oh, they you get, get the like, worst really treatment, but you didn't go all the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never thought of it that way before. There you go. Well, that before we get in trouble, is there anything else, uh, Raj, we should cover? Uh, no. As I mentioned, Matt Matt Morgan will be back this Wednesday. We're uh, getting back into our regular groove. But Matt, uh, unfortunately, with his uh, with his duties, he will not be able to do the Monday podcast, but he will still be oh. on Wednesdays and Fridays. And uh, this week, the triumphant return to Stereo. Download that app, Stereo, for the after show, as it were. Matt Morgan and I are coming back. New regular date to be determined, but we're going to be popping up this week. So download that Stereo app for iOS or Android. Give a follow to Glenn Rubenstein on there. Also follow NYC Demon Diva. And uh, she can tell you more about her thoughts about the afterlife. And uh, the karmic justice system uh, system that's in place in the universe. All these things on Stereo, completely live and uncensored. We thank Stereo for sponsoring the podcast. Looking forward to getting back on the platform this week. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Until next time, I'm Glenn Rubenstein, and we'll catch you back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. 